This is the podcast for your punk ass, and I'm your host, David A., with my producer extraordinaire, Jerry Beeks. Hello, Dave. As we enter the new 2019-2020 NBA season, the NBA is in trouble with China. For those of you that don't know, we remember Daryl Morey, the general manager of the Houston Rockets, sent out a tweet supporting the Hong Kong protesters, and since then, the NBA in China has been going at it. Different people with different comments, but, but I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down for you. You know, now this is what this is what separates what we do here. So I'm gonna give you the history, I'm gonna tie it all up so you can get a deeper appreciation and understanding what's going on. So we know Maury made the comments supporting the protesters. A few days later, he takes the tweet down because of the backlash. The owner of Houston Rockets upset because why you're cutting into our money. Period. Let's keep it real. The Chinese market in Nike and the NBA there's an economic relationship based on economics, not values, only the value of making money. So we all know America is a de- democratic system, and we know the Chinese is a one-state system. Yeah, but Dave, what are they exactly protesting about in Hong Kong? Because most people don't understand, I don't think, you know? Well, let me break that down for you. In 1997, the British had colonized Hong Kong. Well, I'm surprised 1997... Hong Kong was a British colony. So in 1997, Hong Kong, the British, quote-unquote, gave Hong Kong to China. The deal was called the Basic Law. Two systems, one country. So the Chinese system of communism, one state. The Hong Kong system, where you have a chief executive who's not voted, but chosen. That agreement was to last for 50 years, so from 1997 to 2047. Yeah, but that all changed, like, earlier this year, in March, I think, you're right. What would you the chief executive, yeah. Carrie Lam, uh-huh. decided people who protest, who have critiques, because in Hong Kong, you don't vote for Carrie Lam's position. Exactly. And we know it's going to be young people. She decides they should go to court in China. So, so you know that's going to be a problem. So in other words, you're in Hong Kong protesting police brutality or we want to vote for our chief executive down with people picking a chief executive. We want more say in the government. She's saying go to China and be punished in those courts. Now, let me give you a history lesson right here. And this is what Maury was talking about or people in Hong Kong, the demonstrators who were outside the Staples Forum last night. Once upon a time, the United States was a British colony, and you had the same relationship. The governor of the colony was appointed by the British. However, local people in the colonies voted for their local officials, so you can see there's going to be a conflict of interest. Then after the French and the War in 1765, the British passed policies to raise revenue like the Stamp and Sugar Act. But if you got busted violating the law as a colonist, you aren't going to be tried in a local court. You're going to be tried in a British court. You see the conflict of interest? If I'm in Hong Kong protesting about democracy, I'm going to get tried not in a local Hong Kong court where it'll probably go in my favor. I'm going in the Chinese court where I'm going to get arrested, detained, 
missing, labor camp, who knows what. So this is what the colonists of this country were protesting. In other words, if I break the law, I want to be in the jury of my peers, my homies, my friends. You see what I'm saying? That's why we have jury of peers. Oh, it's okay, Dave. We know you broke the law, but you my man. So that's what they did in this country. People like Jan, John Han- Hancock and other old early colonist leaders were breaking British colonial laws. Therefore, going to courts with their friends and getting One if by land, land, and two if by sea, and three if by man, and four if by tweet. The money coming out of China makes the cipher complete. Jeremy's insanity, it was hard to compete. Had it rough coming up, yeah, but it's highly irrelevant. Because now when you're in your hood, you're feeling out of your element. Whether old money, new money, no money, get money. For the 2020s, your cloudy days are sunny with Durant out in Brooklyn with my man Kyrie. Somebody tell James Dolan, yo, these tickets ain't free. So it's the same exact thing. You see what's going on with Hong Kong and China. And China's not having it. They don't care. And the United States doesn't care. But the problem with this scenario is this. The NBA becomes low-hanging fruit. You see? Why do I say that? So we know Adam Silver, the commissioner, goes out to China in the preseason. United States have games. They have clinics, money. He tries. He says, well, on one hand, in America, the right to free speech. China is saying it's a sovereign. You're impeding on our sovereignty as a nation. Silver trying to play both sides from the middle, and you can't, and the Chinese not having it. Now, we also know, particularly if it's young people in China, I guarantee they're still watching the game, no matter how they want to do it. It's almost like NWA albums, right? You put the sticker on them, they're cussing, no radio play, but young people are going to find a way to find the games. So I know that's happening in China. You know that. However, when the state-controlled TV didn't show the games last night, the Lakers and the Clippers, there's still tension. And this is the debate. There are lawmakers coming out saying Silver's a coward. They should do more. But let's add further. LeBron James. We all know his work. The Promise School. I Can't Breathe. The Hoodies. He called President Donald Trump a bum through a firestorm. He goes up, says comments. Maury wasn't educated about the system. Come on, son. You know he was. He knows what he's doing. He's a GM for an NBA team with analytics. Come on, son. He knew it. You see what I'm saying? But LeBron James, let's be honest, folks. Let's keep it real. Business, the shop, Blaze Pizza, Nike. But this information I kicked to you right here. There's something called the internet that I doubt LeBron James or his team. Now, I defended the four husbands for years, but let's be honest, folks. You can't be good at everything. And this is a big mistake. Steve Kerr, head, the coach of the Golden State Warriors, did the diplomatic thing. Adam Silver will, ha- Adam Silver will handle this problem with uh, China. Boom. You know Kerr supports Moray. Come on now. You know Popovich does, but they know the game. They understand the game. You see? They understand the relationship and the contradiction. The United States, look at it. We trade with China. Human rights, they don't do democracy. The Saudis, come on, son, that's a monarchy. They don't even, they don't even vote. There's nothing out there. Vietnam's a socialist nation. However, we have an embargo on Cuba. 
still locked into the Cold War stuff, and the Cold War ended in 89. So that's inconsistent. That's buffet-style logic. Pick and choose, chicken or pork or fish. I mean, Dave, I'm a LeBron fan, but he's, he's been catching heat from everywhere. Now, this right? is how it works. Yeah. So the LeBron James haters, you're waiting in the cut. You're waiting for him to cheat on his wife, beat up his kids. You see what I mean? Get caught up doing something. That's how it works. Once one becomes an activist out there using a platform outside of sports, the haters wait in the cut. Whether it's Muhammad Ali, right? Now we love them because he couldn't speak. Come on now. You see how it works? George Foreman. I say it's political, but he was an angry black man. He realized when I'm smiling, now they, the white majority, I can sell product. That's the game. So LeBron James called Trump a bum, puts himself out there as this activist. Now again, people say Muhammad Ali, that's an extension, right? I mean, the thing that made Ali Ali was what? Giving up three years of his career. You see what I mean? But nevertheless, we see that the haters came out. Jason Whitlock, uh, Michael Rappaport. You see what I mean? They came out saying LeBron is fake woke. But the reality is this, this is the argument, okay? For Whitlock and them, for athletes, he would make the argument that many of them are not informed on these issues, but because they're athletes, right, they get the followers and people think they're experts in everything. While Jason Whitlock, because he's on TV, he thinks his opinion's expert. Let's be honest. So for Jason Whitlock, I don't know if he votes Republican. He says he's independent. If nine black people are Democrats, I'm going to vote Republican because I'm independent. So he's doing the same thing, right? That he's pushing his independent perspective, right? That athletes should stay in their lane. Well, he's a journalist. He should stay in his lane. Because a lot of stuff he says is not right. But nevertheless, it's not that LeBron James is fake woke. It's that what do you know? How are you processing the information? He did not have the information. He did not go to the internet. He should have just said, stay neutral. Adam Silver will handle the situation. It's a difficult set of negotiations. And that's what happens. So it's easy for the haters to come out now. So everything that he's done goes in the trash. Doesn't work that way. Nobody's perfect. That's life. But that's what haters are. Haters are ones that critique. But what do they do? And their lives are full of contradictions. Come on now. They're not doing anything but sitting on internet, on the Twitter, critique. What are they doing? What are they sacrificing? Do they put their money towards any goods? Who knows? Shaquille O'Neal, Mr. Endorsement Man, has made millions endorsing tons of products. Epson printers. <laughs> Oreo cookies. Icy hot. The general, now right? Now with Papa John's. Remember yeah. Papa John's? Uh-huh. Remember that? We talked about it on the podcast. Yes, yeah, we did. The former CEO drops the N-bomb, mm-hmm. and he goes into boiler plate, boiler plate protocol. Hires a black woman for diversity, right? Now Shaquille O'Neal's on the board. He made $8.5 million. We'll put Papa John's back on HBCU campuses. So corporations realize whether it's Shaquille O'Neal, Magic Johnson, P. Diddy, DJ Khaled, is that black people can sell products to black people and many white people. I mean, let's just be honest. So now the C- the former CEO of uh, Papa John's Pizza, Mr. John Schnatter, he's out the loop. 
We put Papa John's back on HBCUs. He does boilerplate diversity. And again, I'm not knocking those folks hustle. I'm just explaining what it is. And now Shaq is an owner on the board. And now he's putting H- Papa John's at HBCU's campuses. It's no different than the NFL boilerplate. We'll bring in Jay-Z. And police brutality has not stopped. Jay-Z has not made one comment as it continues all over this country of police killing black people. We told you that here on the podcast with your punk ass. That's how it works. That's boilerplate solutions, problem solving. You're the white organization. You get the black name person. They're going to change things, air quotes, on the inside. Air quotes, they're going to make a ton of money doing that change. And the structure doesn't change a bit. All I'm saying is being honest. So, of course, Shaquille O'Neal can support Daryl Morey because his income is not hooked to Nike. He's retired. His income are hooked to these products, Carnival Cruises, that doesn't have as much to do with China and Hong Kong as Nike. So, of course, you can take the stands and say values. Now, are they in China ripping up Shaq sneakers? Who knows? Is there backlash? There might be. So whenever people make statements, you got to put context. You have to understand. So it's easy, easier for Shaq to make his statement, right? And of course, we do. I can support. Of course, I support the Hong Kong's right for free speech. I'm in America. I'm in the states. I can do that. Understand that. My connections to China, I'll get to in a minute, like most other Americans, through that iPhone. But again, LeBron James is low-hanging fruit. He's easy. Where are the protesters in front of Apple? Come on now. Walmart. Come on now. Where's Daryl Morey since the comments? He's low in the cut. He hasn't said one thing, you see? So LeBron James becomes the fall guy for the haters. Black guy. A friend of mine sent me a tweet where some protesters put on blackface. Come on now. Hong Kong protesters, you don't need to do that. Don't go to the racism card. If you want my support, come on. I know it's probably a few, maybe more, who knows. But nevertheless, that's not part of the program. But you see, it becomes easy. LeBron James, fake woke. NBA, no backbone. This government doesn't have any backbone to do it and say anything. Why? Because we're hooked up with China. Go to any store. Products made in China. Go to McDonald's or Burger King made in China. Come on now. That's the reality. Even George Bush signed an agreement. The United States and Hong Kong have a separate relationship the United States and China. Well, where did that go? No one's listening to that. Apple, billion-dollar company, had an app for the protesters to attract police. You know what they did? They got rid of the app. But where's the heat on the Apple CEO? All the lawmakers, you have an iPhone? Are you shopping at Walmart? We're all complicit in the game. So it's easy to go after low-hanging fruit. That's easy. It's easy to blame racism on the Klan. That's low-hanging fruit. But we don't go after Silicon Valley. Come on now. It's easy, you see, to blame the one person, the low-hanging fruit in anything, rather than look at ourselves and look at the complicity The complexities in the complicity. Boom, take that. (laughs) The complexity is in the complicity. I got it. You see what I mean? So so it's easy. (laughs) 
My critique of LeBron James, brother, you got to read up, son. Hire a consultant on these issues. Holler at your boy, David A. I'll give you the talking points. This is what I do for a living. If you want, want me to dunk the ball, don't hire me. I can't jump. <laughs> That's why I try to tell people. Entertainers are entertainers. They have a right to a free speech, no doubt, but making sure information is informed. That's what Whitlock is saying. However, Whitlock, stop pretending that your position is correct. That's how you make your money, you see? Stop pretending that what your, your interpretation of what things are should be is correct. Stop moralizing, you see? But that's how he makes his money. So, of course, Charles Barkley responds with what? Critiques Maury. Why? Because Barkley's on Nike's payroll. Come on, son. Barkley doesn't endorse as many products as Shaquille O'Neal. And we know he has a strained relationships with the public. He's made all types of range of crazy comments. Where Shaquille O'Neal says what? He's the big, lovable guy that just sells products. You see him at EDM concerts. He's a DJ. That's been his MO with Barkley. He wants to be Barkley. And last night, they had a little back and forth with him, Barkley, critiquing Moray. Basically, translation, brother, you shouldn't have said anything. Stay out. This is business, not personal. Shout out EPMD. And we know, I think, there's tension on that set. When I think Shaquille O'Neal believes that he's smarter than Barkley, has four championship rings, and always pulls that car when they get into a heated debate. Yo, Chuck, I got four rings. You don't know what you're talking about. And that tension drives ratings where Kenny Smith kind of stays in the middle with EJ. Both have big egos, no doubt about it, Barkley and Shaq, and nobody wants to lose out to their audience or their followers. So Barkley gave a practical economic discussion. You see, while Bark, while O'Neal gave a, the, a theoretical argument because his economics aren't as well connected. So all I'm trying to say is always understands people's perspectives. Of course, I can say I support the demonstrators, and I do. No doubt about it. Is China going to come shut my class down, shut down my internet? I'm just one of 200 million. However, if I was a major star connected to a Chinese billion-dollar industry, and I had a podcast, would I say the same thing? Think about it. I have a million followers in China. I'm one snap away from being broke. Hey, Dave, what do you think about the Hong Kong protesters? It's a difficult situation. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I went from the outhouse to the White House, back to the outhouse. I went from coach class to first class. You're spitting bars, son. Because of these pure ideas. Uh. See the complexity and the complicity. <laughs> So, again, for those LeBron haters uh -huh. who are protesting the game, no problem. Yeah. I want to see the same intensity in, in at Arkansas at the offices of Walmart. I want you to go to the main office at Apple and do the same thing in all these companies that trade in China. You see what I mean? Don't just ride LeBron James. It's easy. Low-hanging fruit. Again, don't pro don't just protest the the noose. That's easy. 
the racist statement, the white guy saying the N-word. Let's get to the root of the problem, the structure where people are complicit. And then on, even on that note, an eSport company called Activision suspended one of the eSports stars who supported the Hong Kong protesters. You see, this is bigger than LeBron James. This is global capitalism, son. Dave, when you really think about it and break it down to the root, it's just money over principles. Money in a way. Yeah. over everything else. Yeah. That's what's happening right now. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens. Right now, China's holding firm. I don't know if they want Daryl Morey suspended or fired. That's just not going to happen. That's an over, over catering towards the Chinese. No doubt about it. You see? But we also know that people in China are still going to try to watch the game because they want the NBA product. You know that's how young people roll. Teenagers, college students, that's what they do. Don't be surprised that Chinese national students in this state somehow sending game feeds back to their homies back in Beijing. Come on now. That's what the argument is, the power of capitalism. That people are going to find a way to do what they do and get. That's that freedom you talk about in America. Just think of NWA albums, rock and roll in the 50s. White fathers didn't want their white daughters dancing to Chuck Berry. They might just get pregnant, but they're going to do it anyway. That's why youth culture is rooted in what? Rebellion. Whether it's student nonviolent coordinating committee in the 60s, that's what young people do. So we're going to keep an eye on this China NBA. All I'm saying is don't just go after the NBA. That's easy. I want to see the same intensity against Apple, Walmart, and all these companies who are not saying a word. I just told you Apple caved in on that app. Now nah, we're taking it down, son. Apple makes their products in China. Any lawmaker with an iPhone is a co is complicit. You see, you support the protesters, but then you're texting your boy. Come on now, either you're pregnant or you're not. That's what I'm talking about. The complexities and the complicity. Y'all sure support those protesters, but damn, I love my iPhone 11. Let's go now. I sure support those protests, but I sure like getting them cheap products made in China. Boy, those Chinese government, I tell you, the communists are this and that. I support the protesters, but damn, I sure like my cheap gear. So all I'm saying is put everything on the table and understand people's perspectives before you arrive to your own. And I'm out. That's the show, folks. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can listen to our catalog of shows on iTunes. We're going to bring you another podcast for your punk ass as soon as it's humanly possible. Because without you, the dark brown shades of my skin, there would only be us. Only add color to my tears. Oh, oh. That splash against my hollow bones. That rocks my soul. Looking back over my false dreams that I once knew 
I'm black uh-huh. Somebody tell me What can I do Oh Lord Oh Something is holding me back uh-huh. Is it because I'm black Yeah In this well of no pity I was raised in the ghettos of the city, yeah, oh, Lord. Uh. Uh. Mama, she worked so hard to earn every penny, yeah, yeah, oh, Lord. Something is holding me back, uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? 